All right, folks, and welcome aboard to this, actually a very special Friday night edition of the Philip Ward Show. We're actually broadcasting live tonight from the Keystone State right here in Pennsylvania, which is going to be so very crucial for the state of our country, for the future of our country, of course, Dr. Oz and John Fenman. By the way, you see while you're here, you see the lawn signs that are everywhere. Dr. Oz, I tell you, you just see a big old O and a Z. I think visually it looks a lot better than having to read John Fetterman. I mean, he might as well have put on there like Joey D.D. Biden calls him that big old boy. Uh, but anyway, so it's very crucial. It's very phenomenal uh, to be here. You know, I think that, that Pennsylvanians are, I would hope that they're going to go out there and vote for Dr. Oz and see that this Joe Unity Biden administration and a, a John Fetterman, a senator, John Fetterman would just be an extension of the disaster, disasters, I should say, plurally, pluralized with what we're dealing with with Joe Unity Biden and, and how much of a failure he's been. By the way, earlier today, you know, oh, and folks almost forgot, by the way, today is the 949th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 800 and 21 days left for every single one of us to endure. So earlier today, he's, he's, he's given this speech and he's, he goes, look at what I've inherited and what I've done. Well, I got some news for you, Joe. That definitely is not a winning message. Look at what you've, look what you've inherited. Yeah, you had record low gas prices given from Donald Trump. Of course, that was pre-pan slash pandemic. Uh, 81 million Joe D. Biden votes rolling in at 4 a.m. Uh, oh, by the way, he sort of he sort of teased that as well. Um, he was doing an interview over on MSDNC, and he was talking about how people th that they're going to vote for him again. And he's uh, quote these last several weeks, all I'm doing is saying, here's what we're for, here's what they're for, and make a choice and vote. And I think people are going to show up and vote like they did last time. Oh, like the mail-in ballots rolling in at 4 a.m.? Oh, come on, Philip, you can't say anything like that. No, there was nothing wrong with the election. It was free and fair. Free and fair. That's what the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media continuously told us. But anyway, when Biden you know, first took office, folks, we were dealing with inflation, and it was 1.4% gas prices were two dollars and 39 cents so he says look what i've that's what he's inherited this is this is just from what he said earlier today now look at what i've done oh really you really want the american people to look at what you've done right before midterm elections seeing as how biden inflation is now at 8.2 percent and gas prices now three dollars and 82 cents on average for a gallon of gas I, again, I, I don't particularly believe that's a winning message, but he's got to do, he, he's got to find some sort of way to get his messaging across. It's it's abortion and it's January 6th. Oh, by the way, the, the Steve Bannon news and January 6th coming out today. Um, I mean, you know, if, if you're Eric Holder or your Lois Lerner, you know, who were also held in contempt of Congress, but they were never charged. You know, there, there's there's two standards now in this country. You got one standard of justice if you're a Republican and another standard of justice if you're a Democrat. That was on full uh, display earlier today. And I'll get into that throughout the course of the program. Biden's got a new uh, a term, by the way. It's, quote, mega, mega trickle down. 
And I, I wonder if he focus group that. I wonder if like there was a focus group that came and told, "Oh, Joe, this is this is what we should be saying. This these are the terms that we should be using. Mega, mega trickle down." And 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 he was like smiling. He was like very proud of himself. And again, I don't particularly think that he came up uh, with that term. Um, so I mean, he can he can try and attack Republicans and the Republican platform as much as he possibly wants to. But it just it plain isn't working. I mean, it, at least you have polling, which is tightening in the state of Georgia, right here in the state of Pennsylvania uh, and Ohio, which I believe those three seats right there are the biggest uh, seats when it comes to shaping the nation. Um, I think uh, J.D. Vance has a good chance in Ohio to beat Congressman Tim Ryan. You know, he Tim Ryan, who votes with Joe D. Biden a hundred percent of the time. And he continues to say, well, I'm a conservative Democrat, and I actually worked with Donald Trump. Well, actually, all he did was attack Donald Trump. Now he wants to say he's more of a moderate. It's a total lie, and I don't think that the people in Ohio are going to buy it. Um, I think in Georgia, Herschel Walker is is a pro-life, conservative Republican. I think he speaks very well. I think he'd be a phenomenal senator in the state of Georgia. You got uh, the Rev. Raphael Warnock, who was talking about how America needs to repent for its whiteness. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, what does that even particularly mean there, Rev? Um, and then, you know, right here in the state of Pennsylvania, where you have Oz and Fetterman, uh, I, I, John Fetterman, as much as he wants to now completely change his positions on fracking or on, you know, letting a, a, a third of the prison population out of jail here in the state of Pennsylvania, I, I don't think that it's going to work for him. I, I, I really don't believe that this guy is running a campaign that's going to be a winning one, and, and, and I would hope not either. I think that Dr. Oz would, would, would be a phenomenal senator. Um, I watched him uh, when he was doing a town hall, and I, 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 he is so involved with the issues. And, you know, to say you got a guy, John Fetterman, uh, the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. I mean, it's 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 like a common copy of Joe Unity Biden. You know, he says, my name is John Fetter Woman. Okay, it, like what? Who even speaks like that? Who even said, who was on his campaign and said, why don't you go out there and tell him that your name's John Fetter Woman? And, and not even just tell him that, but we're going to get you a t-shirt as well. And you can hold that up in front of the win. I think it was like an, an abortion. I think it was actually on, on 9-11 as well when he did that. Uh, so I, I don't put, and, and there's sort of, so with Joe Unity Biden, it's kind of weird because he's like, like we don't know who's really calling the shots behind the scenes. We definitely know that it ain't Joe Unity Biden. Um, but I've said repeatedly that it could potentially be Barack Hussein Obama but does Dr. Jill Biden play a part in this? You know, he he was asked, um, and he, I mean, he just a, such a softball question. Go figure, MSDNC. And the, I mean, quote it, it, it Biden, it's it's my intention to run again. And the guy who's in, I don't even know who the interviewer is. He's like, Dr. Biden is 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 for it. <laughs> Joe is like, he's silent. He has no answer to the point where the person who's asking the question has to be like, Mr. President, as if it's like, are you still there, Joe? Did you zone out? Are you all right? And he goes, doctor, by the way, you have to say doctor. You have got to call her Dr. Jill Biden or else they lose their mind. Doctor, doc this is Joe's exact quote now. 
Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that uh, that I uh, that that we're we're doing something very important. <laughs> you, it, Joe, you really shouldn't have to struggle through a question like that. Are you running it? By the way, it's it. You shouldn't. You know, if you're an interviewer, you journalistic integrity. You, you learn it when you go through journalism school. You shouldn't really be asking yes or no questions, especially not to politicians. Joe could have literally just said yes, uh, yes, okay, and 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 then the interviewer would have had to struggle for another line of question. Which, by the way, who would even know if Joe was going to answer whatever he had to say after that? But then you don't get a moment like this. And remember, the demo, the. The PPP media is there to make sure that they add an extra layer of protection for Democrats. They are always perceived to be right. Republicans are always perceived to be wrong. But even that kind of question, Joe can't answer. You know, it's no wonder uh, you have a Monmouth poll out indicating that only 31% of Americans agree Biden is giving attention to the most important issues facing American families, which, you know, he doesn't want to talk about uh, Biden inflation. He doesn't want to talk about how, how food prices are through the roof, gas prices are through the roof, which Biden inflation is the number one issue on Americans' minds when they go and, and, and when they vote. I, I don't particularly see that changing anytime soon. I don't see Americans going to the poll and being worried about abortion or being worried about January 6th, which is literally the only two issues that Democrats have to run on. They're the only issues that they want to talk about. Um, but anyway, so so we don't know if it's if Dr. Jill Biden, the part that she plays, but you can sort of liken it to John Fetterman as well because you, it, it, Joe, I mean, kind of let the cat out of the bag. He said, you know, Giselle, you're going to be a great lady in the Senate. Well, it's not John Fetterman's wife that's running to be in the Senate. It, last time I checked, it was John Fetterman who was running to be senator. And you have, you know, you have this letter that's out there because for a, lo a long period of time here. Um, and I, I think it's important for Pennsylvanians, whether it be Republican or Democrat or independent to see the medical history, the medical records of John Fetterman to see if he even, you know, is fit to be a senator, you know, regardless of how you feel on, on the, uh, his stance on issues and his policies, you at least want to know if you have a competent senator who's, who's, who's there, who can cognitively process things. Um, I mean, who can speak, he'd had to do this, this NBC news interview with like the world's biggest MacBook, the world's biggest computer I've ever seen just to, just to read the word. You know, he, he couldn't, he couldn't process what the interviewer was telling him. Um, you have this, uh, Dr. Clifford Chen, you know, who's, who's John Fetterman's doctor who, who writes the letter, you know, saying that, oh, he's all good and his health has continued to improve. But then you dive a little deeper and you see that Dr. Clifford Chen is is a Democrat through and through. Made a $100 donation to the Fetterman campaign on September 23rd, $230 donation on July 28th, $500 donation on July 8th, donated $500 to the Fetterman campaign on June 17th of last year. Also, he's given donations to the DNC. He's given donations to the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. He's given donations to the astronaut in Arizona there, Mark Kelly. 
also given donations to the Rev, Raphael Warnock, John Ossoff, uh, and, and, and Val Demings in the state of Florida. Which, by the way, I would hope that Marco Rubio is safe in the state of Florida. I think all the polling projects that he's going to win that race. I think it's imperative uh, that Marco Rubio does defeat Val Demings. Um, but anyway, all in all, Chen has donated roughly $3,000 to Democrat candidates or committees. So, I mean, are, should we just take this guy's word for it, that John Fetterman is there and he 100% is, is cognitive and he, and he is able to fulfill the duties that a United States senator has to do? You know, I, I don't really know. But if I was voting in Pennsylvania, I, I wouldn't even want to take that chance. You know, the guy's radical record speaks for himself. You know, he yelled a shotgun to an unarmed black American and, and, and on top of that, he, again, wants to let a third of the prison population out. Um, he, he is definitely not for fracking. We've heard him repeatedly say he's against fracking, which is huge in Pennsylvania. Uh, he's, he's repeatedly said, no, I'm not for fracking. I don't support fracking. But now, all of a sudden, he comes out and says, I've always supported fracking. Just, you know, in, if, as long as it's environmentally safe. Well, he just hasn't. And again, do you want to take your chance with a guy like that? Or do you want to take your chance with Dr. Oz? It was a, it was a conservative Republican who says he's going to govern conservatively. And I, I know which way that, that I would go. And like I said, it's just, it, Fetterman's just going to be an extension of Joe Unity Biden. Um, he, he says uh, today, quote, about Republicans, they don't, they don't have a platform other than to tear down what I've been able to do. We've been able to do. And, and I don't know what they're for. Well, Joe, what is it that you've been able to do? Bipartisan infrastructure bill, the the Biden Inflation Reduction Act, you know, which actually isn't going to uh, uh, reduce inflation at all. It's like, of course, Republicans are going to try and stop what you're doing because you're failing the American people. Joe Unity Biden, I, I, I've said it repeatedly, when Democrats succeed, America fails. Now, when Republicans succeed, America still stands a chance. You know, there's a lot of Republicans like Mitch McConnell. You know, you really haven't seen a whole lot of Mitch McConnell on the campaign trail. He's the highest elected ranking Republican in the entire country. And for some reason, we barely ever see him. Um, you also, by the way, this is just breaking like no more than 20 minutes before we came on air here. Quote, this is a Friday night news dump, as the RNC uh, says. Listen to this. 227,000 illegal aliens were encountered at the border last month, a 374% increase from the average number of September encounters under Donald Trump. Nearly 2.4 illegal aliens were encountered this fiscal year. Now, by the way, that, ad that adds on to the 2 million illegal aliens that flooded into the country last year. So all in all, Right now, we have 5 million illegal immigrants that have crossed the border since the Joe Unity Biden presidency began. These are people who say, well, remember Kamala Harris and the video that, I don't say it went viral, I don't know, the, the kids were watching that. And she was, uh, the border, do not come, the, the, the border is closed, do not come. No, it's, it's a total lie. The border is wide open under these people. And, 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 and they were literally campaigning for Joe. You know, they were waving a flag and they had T-shirts, Joe Biden, Biden 2020. Well, this is what we're dealing with now because of the Democratic Party. 
So, of course, the Republicans are going to try and stop that. I mean, what, what particularly is it that Joe is talking about that he's been able to do, that he's been able to accomplish that has actually benefited the American people? There's not a single policy that Joe has implemented that has helped the American people. Because Ronald Reagan said, it's a very simple question that you have to ask yourself. Are you better off now than you were? The answer for millions and millions of Americans, and I would argue the overwhelming majority of Americans, the answer is no. And we have a chance, folks. We have a chance to vote these people out. By the way, on the topic of Joe Unity Biden, I mean, the guy is just a stone-cold crook as well. We had news that broke earlier this week about Joe, quote, was aware and potentially involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings. These are these are whistleblowers from the FBI that were saying this, quote, new whistleblower documents reveal that President Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements. Now, by the way, remember, he says, no, I, I had nothing to do with it. I've never discussed my son's business dealings. So that, that was just a total lie. Now, what he was doing with Hunter and Hunter, you know, getting paid billions and billions of dollars from uh, China and the Chinese Communist Party and Russia. And on top of that as well, um, you know, U- Ukraine and Burisma Holdings. It's like, of, Joe, of course you knew about your son's business dealings. By the way, they had a, a ton of evidence as well. This is a new letter that uh, Senator from Iowa, Chuck Grassley, releases, quote, FBI possesses significant impactful evidence of potential criminality in Biden family business arrangements. Now, again, how are we supposed to believe the FBI, though, when when you you have these there some whistleblowers here that are pointing out that there was a ton of evidence, but you have other uh, uh, people in the FBI like look no further than Peter Strzok, you know, the FBI uh a uh, agent that was looking at a crossfire hurricane and the guy that was by the way how ethically is is that was that investigation supposed to be when you have peter struck who says donald trump should lose a million to one and i can smell the trump supporters in walmart really it, 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 we wanted this guy to be fair and 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 not biased I mean, it was a total joke and then then he said to the, the fbi lawyer Lisa Page was his girlfriend, you know, having an affair at the time. And he was saying to her, yeah, no, she's, she's, she's frantic, right? Trump's not going to win. Is he? No, no, no. We're going to stop it, he said. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy. Uh, Lisa Stefanik, a uh, congresswoman from New York, she says that Biden impeachment is on the table for the Saudi Arabia oil, you know, where he was asking OPEC and Saudi Arabia to produce more oil. Well, why? You know, we... we can't get it domestically in the United States. It's bad for the radical socialist democratic base, which they have now become. And on top of that as well, also for Hunter Biden and his business dealings. She says, quote, when there's an egregious abuse of power and high crimes and misdemeanors, that means anything is on the table. She says, I'm very concerned about the uh, the, the White House and uh, well, they were asking OPEC, oh, just, just delay that you're not going to produce more oil. In fact, you're going to reduce more oil. Just delay that until after the midterms. She says, I'm very concerned about it. It doesn't surprise me. Democrats are absolutely desperate. It's illegal and it will be taken into consideration. She says um, you know, that, whoa, we need to get the facts. And I'm particularly concerned about the Hunter Biden illegal acts and really profiting off of the fact that he's the son of the sitting president of the United States. She says, when it comes to the Department of Justice and the FBI refusing to prosecute Hunter Biden for clear crimes, 
There is a lot there for us to investigate, and we will follow the facts wherever they lead. Well, folks, for that to happen, for the Biden administration to be held accountable, for Hunter and Joe to be held accountable for their actions, for their corrupt business dealings, Republicans need to get the House, and more importantly as well, they need to get the Senate especially right here in the state of Pennsylvania. I think Dr. Oz, would lead, that, that is a crucial, crucial race. It is imperative that Dr. Oz wins. It's imperative that J.D. Vance wins in Ohio. In Georgia, it is crucial that Herschel Walker wins, uh, you know, as well as Adam Laxalt in Nevada, General Don Baldock in New Hampshire, Arizona Blake Masters in Washington State, Tiffany Smiley, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin, Ted Budd in North Carolina, Tim Scott in South Carolina, Marco Rubio in Florida. Maybe there's an outside chance for Joe Day in Colorado. So, folks, I mean, we, it, we are getting closer and closer and closer to these midterm elections. And like I said, it, we want to continue the course that we're going down now where Americans, you know, 46% of Americans look no further than the eight people. 46% of Americans say that describe themselves as they're poor now. I mean, it's heartbreaking for, for, for the whole country. America, this plain fact is the American people just cannot afford this Joe Unity Biden administration. They can't afford it anymore, and they're sick and tired of it. And I think a lot of Americans are going to show up to the polls, make sure that they vote this Democratic Party led by Joe Unity Biden out of office. And we have a clear choice. Do we continue going down this path, or do we give Republicans a shot? They, their commitment to America points out an economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that's built on freedom, and a government that's accountable. I mean, I, I personally don't see any problems with that. What, I mean, it's, it's, it's the future of the country that we're dealing with now, folks. And, and if you look at Joe Unity buying the Democratic Party, I would argue they have failed the American people on a monumental level. I think the only uh, course of action that we should take now is to vote these people out of office. But, hey, we all get to decide. Anyway, folks, today is the 949th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 821 days left for all of us to endure. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. We'll be back here on Monday. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. Have a great weekend. It is never a bad day to be an American.